Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is September 25th. This is Fightful.com and the Fightful post-Smackdown podcast. Let's go ahead, get some plugs out of the way. UFC this weekend, Adesanya versus Costa. You have a light heavyweight title match as well. Shaquille Missouri has you covered there. Go to YouTube.com slash FightfulMMA or FightfulMMA.com. There's plenty of stuff there. Lots of content for you. He's doing a great job. This Sunday, I am here with Alexis Littlefoot covering WWE Clash of Champions 2020. But if you want to support us, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We've been breaking news all week on the WWE COVID outbreak, the AEW COVID outbreak, the Independent COVID outbreak, the AWA Superstars of Wrestling COVID outbreak, (laughs) uh, the Jim Crockett Promotions COVID outbreak, and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of stuff. I got an interview with Tennille Dashwood. I've got an interview with Aiden English. But this guy, to my, I gotta know what direction I can point right at him now. You interviewed a former NBA champion, Michael Thompson. Are you really like a former NBA champion? Yeah, like okay, you're just, and, yeah, that's true. And yeah. a two-time NBA champion. That's true. You yeah. don't like lose it or anything, so right? Remember the Showtime Lakers. Yeah, Showtime Lakers, member of the Four Horsemen as no. well, according to his uh, Twitter avatar. Yeah, number one overall pick, father of Clay Thompson. That was a coup. That was a coup. He buried me on the show for getting sad about what Clay Thompson did to my thunder. He he literally said, when I won an apology from his son, he said, well, you guys, you didn't make any shots. I was like, I didn't shoot the ball, Michael. I didn't have the ball in my hands <laughs> in game seven or game six. If I did... I would have shot better than Kevin Durant. I, oh, I guarantee. Man. Do I have a name on this show? Can can I get my name said? Introduce me properly. What the point god? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can say the point you god. We that. got the you we got the tie that. on. We had to bury some people this past week, Sean. Is that a you goofy know, you tie? Know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yep, we got the tie because you wear tie to funerals, and we had to bury some people this past week, Sean. I have uh, one with little states of Kentucky on it, <laughs> and it's a fantastic tie. 
People always say to me, oh, does it have little states of Kentucky? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, right now, our state sucks real bad. But it didn't always suck so bad. Well, right now, it kind of does. I'm not going to be wearing that anytime soon. But, uh, yeah, guys, FightfulSelect.com. That's the most direct way to support us. Uh, we, we break news there every single day. We've got exclusive news there every day. And this week, we switched up the Q&A. I, I, I'm going to do that from time to time. To celebrate Alex Pawlowski's 100th Sour Graps episode, he did a Q&A. And when I say he did a Q&A, he did a two-hour Q&A. Alex Pawlowski giving you your money's worth. You will not find a better $5 to spend in wrestling at all, ever. But hey, you know what? we got another announcement. Louis Dangor mentioned that he is now too big-headed as a nugget <laughs> after uh, winning Quizzlemania. And he cannot stay up until 5 a.m. anymore because he's big-timing us. So Robert DeFelice, after getting some really, really good reviews uh, after his last appearance, he will be appearing on the Wednesday Night War podcast moving forward. I am so excited for that. Uh, He does a great job. But while you guys are here, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, donate a super chat. It feels like I've been plugging for five minutes, but it's three and a half minutes. Let's go ahead and get into these super chats. Donate it. Get your question or statement read on the air. Tim Traver says, Happy Friday, Fightful family. Stay safe. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, we're, we're definitely glad to have you here. Anakin JMT says, Can we get quick thoughts on those Dana White DMs? It is a sign of the times, Jeremy, that Dana White negotiates with his biggest star for eight-figure fights over Instagram DM. And the one that... And then he said, okay, who you want to fight? And Conor McGregor goes, Diego Sanchez. <laughs> I mean, why I gotta, not? I got to give Dana White credit. He said, they should revoke my promoter's license if I put that fight. Yeah. That's how you negotiate with me. You just Skype message me yeah. and be like, hey, uh, this person said you want to raise, you want to, uh, you need to raise here. Here's a bonus yeah. stuff. That's how you can go. It's not really much of a negotiation. You're just like, Hey, here's a raise. Yeah. I got people advocating to give me raises. Your, your friends are advocating. That's true. Raises. That's true. And also you don't block my IRL best friend. Like Alex Palowski does. <laughs> He's never said anything mean about the Thunder. Well, it, I, I also does, know that you all happen blocked. to share some of the same pastimes and hobbies as we've learned over the past <laughs> couple of weeks. <laughs> Carlos Easy says, get Jeremy and Joe on the next tag team Quizzlemania to rep team distraction. Do, do you have any idea how poor those scores would be? <laughs> like, here's here's a teaser. Here's a teaser. Uh, we did our Ready to Rumble review today. And Joe said I should be – Quizzlemania got brought up. And Joe was like, you should be on a quiz show. But if it was just ready to rumble, you would kill it. Oh, yeah. And I did a, I did a fake scoops bit of sources tell me that people want me on Quizzlemania. I would be terrible on it. But if it was just ready to rumble trivia, I'm all in. All in on that. Not a week passes by where somebody doesn't ask me how to get booked on Quizzlemania. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't book the show. I don't work for them. <laughs> like, that's not... The, well, I mean, I guess I kind of do. I write for their magazine now, which uh, is out now. Check it out, guys. Also, Gorilla Press sends a super chat and says, get your FTF shirt at WrestleTalkMerch.com. Yeah, please do that. But hey, if you're in the mood to buy shirts, uh, it's not backwards, but it is right now for mirroring purposes. We've got this shirt, this beautiful, fightful shirt. 
in a variety of colors, bright colors. Maybe you're one of those people that wears black everywhere. You can do that, too. Shop.fightful.com. We got Dong Lord shirts. I'm going to work on getting a bunch more designs put up there. Uh, point God G- shirt. Everyone push for it. Everyone I- push for the Point God shirt. Here, here's the thing. A lot of people, like at least 20 people, said they would buy a Dong Lord shirt, and then they didn't. So Jimmy's all like, bah humbug, no new shirts, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean... My mom will buy a Point God shirt. You get one one buy, at least, from her. To me, there's no cost in us adding it to our store. They make them on demand anyway. So, uh, Anakin JMT says, how are the cookies? They are fantastic, uh, especially with milk. I haven't had cookies with milk in a while, so very much appreciate that. And I appreciate the letter that you sent, Anakin. Big thank you for that. It meant, meant the world. Jeremy, very were you about nice. to bury me? No, why, why was I going to bury you? I, I drink milk. I have a glass of milk every single night. How do you think I stay in s- such good shape? Milk apparently yeah. does the body good. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. say well. <laughs> I work out once a day, twice a day sometimes. Have you ever broken a bone? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Me either. I'm telling you. Yeah. A lot of milk. I, I well, drink milk like I love milk. I've oh, never milk. broken a bone that required like like specific care like a couple toes here and there yeah eh, it happens uh baron rasher or bacon rasher says it's 3 a.m here lads Must but want to say but want to say that was a decent show are you not entertained ftr stands for f that raw smackdown did what it needed to do tonight does srs like nuggets hashtag andy's jtj hashtag ftf no i don't like nuggets especially after he turned on Fightful. Uh, but I thought it's Smackdown... like Ball Ball. He's a nugget. Uh, okay, yeah, that's true. I, I do like Ball Ball, but I, I thought they meant Louis Dangor. Oh, yeah. He's a nugget now. Okay. Not, not like that, but... I thought SmackDown was okay, but the, the, the finish of it ruled, and everything else was good wrestling and just like, eh, eh. Chris Ibanez, actually, we, we're going to go to Derek Davis. He says, just saying, have a great show. How do I get some stupid people news to Jimmy Van? I have a doozy that happened here. It's crazy. Uh, tweet him, at JimmyVan74. Tim Traver says, good night, everybody. I'm going to make a home-cooked meal Sunday for dinner. Be on the lookout for that meal. Send some my way, Tim. Yeah, Since- you're usually going to pass out meals. Hook some people up. My wife works all weekend in the afternoons. I work all weekend in the night. I need I need food, people. I'm gonna starve. I'm gonna be borrowing glasses of milk from Jeremy just to sustain protein. Throwback twenty seven says, "Have an amazing show, guys." Uh, the land of give pay per view matches before the pay per view that it's scheduled on. One thing is for sure, they're consistent. Let's get into that. Sami Zayn defeated Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. So stupid. So dumb. So stupid. When. Yeah, the, the promo was fine. I was waiting for the fans to chant Daniel Bryan because that's what happened at the last uh, Ascension mm-hmm. ceremony before Mark Henry kind of cut everything off. Um, but then making it a triple threat match and just doing the match two days before the pay-per-view, I get it's on a ladder match. Just yeah. so dumb. So dumb. So the match was good. You know the match is going to be good. I did like AJ Styles. My my vernacular has been very much AJ Styles vernacular <laughs> over the last month. This is no profanity September, thanks to uh, Ron Patel. But AJ Styles, he nicknamed Sami Zayn, the guy who likes to take vacations whenever he wants. <laughs> Not I that loved. job. 
I thought was amazing. Oh gosh, that was so good. Um, they're just calling each other frauds. I do like that they're going to have to pull down both title belts on Sunday. I think that's cool. But what? But I just get the feeling that two people are going to pull down a belt. Each yeah, and we're going to do this again on that, on Friday. This is that's what I'm afraid of as well. Is they're just going to do a double finish here with two guys grabbing separate belts, and I don't want that at all. Like, yeah. just book a finish, do the shot of the one dude holding both belts, Razor Ramon style, and then move on to your next feud. The problem is, I don't think they know how to move on from no. feud to feud. No, and boy, will we get to that later. Uh, Zayn kicks both of the ladders into them, and I love that spot. But Adam Pierce comes out and makes this a triple threat match. I just want to say, love Adam Pierce in this role. Hate his decision-making in this role. <laughs> because, and... I did have somebody who, and gosh, I, I want to find her on Twitter to give her credit because she pointed out what commentary mentioned, that this is their opportunity to soften each other up for Sunday. And I'm like, well, I appreciate that they tried to explain that, but Sunday is the opportunity to soften them up for Sunday because they're all in the same match together. <laughs> Why would WWE want them to soften each other up for Sunday and their pay-per-view match? It's Ashley Sweetly that pointed that out. That's so dumb. I mean, it's so ridiculous that they that that's what they tried to hinge that on. It's I didn't get this decision making. This is actually a fresh match, this triple threat match on yep. Sunday. Like it was Not fresh. Anymore. No offense. Like <laughs> let's just do it two days before the pay-per-view. I still think Sunday is gonna be good. This match was good, but come on, you don't have to just do the match right now. Like let something actually be fresh on the pay-per-view. I think the only fresh match on the pay-per-view now is I guess Zelina and Asuka, but that's on the pre-show anyway. And Roman and Uso, obviously, but yeah. Everything else, it's we've seen it. Uh, some of the stuff we've seen a hundred times. Uh, Nia and Shane against Riot Squad is new, I think. That it is... does not. They just did the handicap match deal a couple. Oh, you're weeks right. Ago. You're like, right. Yeah. Man. Oh my gosh, you're right. Woof. That's a bummer. Anyway, this match is pretty good. I, yeah. I liked the finish. But uh, Styles went to Phenomenal Forearm Zane. Zane rolls out of the way, and it hits Jeff Hardy. And your real champion gets pinned two days before the pape. Now, my thing is, instead of having... Uh, here's what Styles did. He attacked Zane, did the, well, I'm not going to win the match, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show you that I know how to climb this ladder in <laughs> case you didn't think that I knew how, and I'm going to unsnap the belts and do this because these two guys that I don't like are running around right underneath me and might just push me off. That's that's what AJ did. To me, although Jeff Hardy cheated to beat AJ Styles, he's the one without a real legitimate claim because people cheat to win all the time. He's not the champion. He's not the uncrowned champion. He's the guy that lost the title belt. I would have had him win this match if you're going to do it. Yeah, when they kept saying, like, all these guys can lay claim to the title, I was thinking, what is AJ's claim that just... Jeff Hardy used his knee brace. Okay, I guess, but you still lost that match. So, yeah, I'm with you. If AJ had won this match, it would have made a lot more sense than that. Like, all right, well, he won the triple threat match. Now, he might not be the champion, but he pinned either the champion or the champion. So, it makes sense that he's in this match. Just, it, it's an easy thing to do. They didn't do it. But you know what, Sean? He held both the belts, and that is how he laid claim 
to this triple threat match because he was the last man on the ladder on Friday Night SmackDown. Make sure you guys leave a thumbs up on this video. We did lots of FightfulGaming.com content this week. I live streamed at WWF WrestleFest today. Jeremy live streamed WWE Battlegrounds this past weekend. Gisberto Guzzo did uh, an article that did numbers. That WCW Revenge Review. I love it. That, that was a point god play right there. Gisberto was looking for ideas. He came to the point god and I, I, you know, set him up. He made the right cuts, made the right play. He finished it and everything, but I got the ball in his hands like a true point god does. You're turning into a, a true player coach, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> iChurch Pastor Blaster says, Great thorough reporting on the virus in WWE and AEW. Yeah, um, quite frankly, I was going to head to Indianapolis for the collective in a few weeks and I got some smarmy responses to that, but I mean, I was going to only interview people who had been tested coming into town. Uh, I was going to test or interview them upon arriving at the hotel, not after shows or anything like that. I had a divider ready even like, (laughs) like a clear divider that way. Like I had taken a lot of precautions and had like 15, 20 interviews set up. And I just looked this week, and I reached out to several of the people that I was interviewing, and I said, I ain't doing this. And multiple people that I was set to interview also pulled out, too. So, uh, And I hate that for the collective, because I just want to say, I, I, Brett Lauderdale does some great stuff. I hate it for a lot of the independent promotions like Warrior and all these, these ones that are running. I think that right now, the independent wrestling scene with Black Label Pro and Beyond and Warrior and GCW... Man, you, you've got a lot of really, really prominent indies doing a lot of great stuff, but a lot of these AEW wrestlers are coming in, and they're coming and going, and the stuff's going to get spread, and that's what ended up happening. Please stay safe out there, guys. Evan Wright says, Need an orange-style Cassidy Jeremy shirt of him standing there shrugging. <laughs> That'll be a top seller. Hashtag point God. Hashtag headline God. Hashtag FTF. That is actually a very good idea. <laughs> I, I would like to see that that happen. Uh, Bacon Rasher says, Hi, lads. Do you think SmackDown could do a rise and fall <laughs> Monday Night Raw DVD? <laughs> uh, also, Gone at 3 a.m. should give it away about the nugget. Oh, okay. Hashtag QM, hashtag FTF, and Andy's JTJ. Um, Evan Wright says, also need a Jeremy Matt Duchene cosplay stream. What's that mean? Matt Duchene. Matt what Duchesne. is that? Uh, he is a hockey player for the Nashville Predators. I don't know how I do a cosplay. What does that mean? Like, be really good during the regular season and then not show up in the playoffs? I, that's all I can think of. That's a heck, James Harden cosplay stream as well. Heck if I know. Hey, we got a member of Nakamura and Cesaro against the Lucha House Party again. Match was real good. I liked the finish. It was a very clear finish. Kinshasa, sleeper suplex, Kinshasa. Uh, Nakamura looked motivated, which is not always the case these days. What do you it think was, of the match? The match was good. I mean, look, you can put Nakamura and Cesar or Grand Metalik in the ring. It's going to be a good match. This was like the... They, they just had a singles match a month ago that, that Nakamura won. And like, Four out of Nakamura's last six matches have been against Grand Metalik in some capacity. It's just stuff I've seen a million times, and it's very hard for me to get into. Yeah, 
It is. And after the match, you get the same thing, the same dissension with Lucha House Party. Kalisto gets pushed down. I like the match, but my God, man, come on. It's a it's can, can you not do like get they don't have any tag teams so like but just like get Lucha House Party a win before yeah. they got they're facing the tag team champions you can still tease dissension or whatever like but like it's just the same people wrestling the same matches and they're they're good matches because they're good wrestlers but just give me something different. Patel Ron Six, the sponsor of uh, No Profanity September, says, "Let's go, Marlins in the playoffs, first time since '03, really." I didn't even realize it's been 17 years. The only I think they've won the World Series the only two times that they went. Now that I think of it, I think they, yeah, they, damn, that's Is that wild. the D-train season? Yeah. Man, Reds are starting to get hammered. I don't like yeah, it. I just gave up a run. I but don't like right. it. Still two outs, I think. Still two outs. I don't like it. Get it back. Bailey comes out in a chair with a chair, cuts a promo that is a lot more about Sasha Banks than the match she has Sunday, but that's where the money is. This was placeholder. This was not, I didn't see anything special here. No, I mean, Bailey's promo was fine, but she didn't give us any new information or anything. It was just go out there, tell us what we already know, and then you've killed eight minutes or so. And that's what, that's what this was. Bailey's outfit choice. I've seen people knock it. I've seen people like it. I quite enjoyed it. What did you think of her outfit, Sean? I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I'm okay she with has, it. I'm not she g- has some cool designs with her outfits. I yeah. like Bailey's fashion style. I mean, I think that Sasha Banks is bringing back cow print a few weeks ago. <laughs> I respect it. Man. Yeah, not not a lot here. And here we are halfway through this show, 20 minutes into ours, and I was plugging stuff half the time. Last week, I think I told you, yeah, they're probably going back to Riddle and Corbin. And li- that Ten minutes before they went back to Riddle and Corbin tonight, I tweeted, I bet they go right right back to Riddle and Corbin. They did. The match was good. Corbin's promo was not. No, Corbin's promo was more bro talk and what it means and stuff. Again, just another match that, like, I cannot care about. And I realize they've only had one match, one singles match, and it was at Payback. Like, Riddle won, just be done with the feud. They were also together in the, the fatal four way match though, as well. Again, just like be done with it. They don't know how to write the end of feud, Sean. Mm-hmm. We see this every week on raw. You have to do the post show on raw, which God bless you and Denise for that. But like just sitting there and watching it, waiting for stories to happen or something. I was playing Uno this past week during raw instead of watching that show. You did the right thing. It was, <laughs> it was, I was, Tying people in pretzels, Sean. Uh, it was just the same stuff because they have no idea how to end stories. It's just the same matches over and over again. SNL, learn how to wrap up a story, folks. Yeah, uh, Evan writes says best heel in the business, Baron Corbin. To you, <laughs> <laughs> um, this match was amazing, though it was really great. Um, Riddle gets really aggressive, but WWE's method of booking baby faces is. Make sure they get beat up 90% of the match. Uh, there was a great triangle into a powerbomb. This is some of Corbin's best singles work outside of the King of the Ring tournament. And when he goes against these these speedy, technical guys, th- it's almost always good because Corbin can keep up with him. He's got a great motor. He's got a great move set with the deep six and the end of days and his powerbomb. He used to do that ripcord slam gimmick. 
if he doesn't rely too much on the boss man clothesline and the half Nelson crossface, I like the dude's work. And it's not like, oh, I see those moves and I'm like, oh my god, I want to see him get beat so bad. It's real heat. No, I'm just like, ah, that again. What what self-respecting competitor would not have had that clothesline scouted by now? Uh, but <laughs> Nobody scouts anything. Nobody watches the product. Evidently. Evidently. There's a, a good back and forth, uh, like a counter from a knee into a deep six. Really good. Knees up on the floating bro, and Corbin gets the win with end of days. You know they got a 50-50 that, Jeremy. Oh, they're we'll running this back it. for sure. Yeah, we'll see it again next week, I'm sure. And then we'll see it again the week after. Sheamus will get involved. Big E will probably... We had no Sheamus or Big E on this program, yeah. by the way. Where where was Big E after he returned last week and killed Larry? Like, just what happened there? I, I, just, I just don't care, Sean. I don't care. And then Riddle's promo afterward, where he's like, can't keep a stallion down, bro. <laughs> cool, whatever. Oh. God, it's starting to get into the the Rob Van Dam territory with Matt Riddle, where yeah, they're because that was that was a constant complaint of Rob Van Dam, and he's like, I know more words than cool and whatever. Like Bill Alfonso wasn't really cutting the majority of the promos for Rob Van Dam. That that I assure you, he was there to blow a whistle, be annoying, and hold a chair. Rob Van Dam was cutting his promos about how good he was. Then he got to WWE, and it's cool and whatever. Now with Matt Riddle, it's bro and stallion, and I get it. He says those a lot in his everyday life, but I, for the love of God, go go watch his UFC promo on British people in Calgary. That was unreal, but that sucked. The match was good. The promos were bad. Promos just, were bad. Just watch his NXT vignettes. Like yeah. that's, that's all you've got to watch. Those were fun. Reminder, guys, donate a Super Chat. Get your question or statement read on the air. By the way, if you're looking for good retro content, Louis Dangor and Alex McCarthy posted their review of Unforgiven 2000 last week. You can check that out on Fightful and on our YouTube. We have Lacey Evans defeating Alexa Bliss via DQ. And um, she got DQ'd for beating her opponent up too bad. I hate yep. these finishes. Yep. I hate them. They're so dumb. We got people getting their wieners ripped off on Raw <laughs> Underground and their eyes gouged out and bitten. And then somebody just gets beat up too much. Come the, on. Larry Zonka uh, always wrote this of just like DQ'd for kicking too much ass. Uh-huh. Like, why, why is that a DQ? Isn't that the point of the match? to kick your opponent's ass. Why do you get DQ'd for that? This is, by the way, the main event on Raw ended in a DQ. The main event on SmackDown ended in a DQ. Why get invested in this stuff? Why care about these main event matches that are just going to end in a non-finish? Yep. It, it makes you believe that everything is worthless. Yes, when when you're conditioned to believe that nothing matters, you don't feel like you have to watch the show. And that's that's my issue. And something the Voices of Wrestling brought up, and I completely agree with, over on NXT, it's, it's the same, but it's different. I think it's become like Raw Light, or maybe SmackDown Light. But instead of just a lot of their contenders, win, 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 
get a title shot. You saw that with Karrion Cross. You kind of saw that with Rhea Ripley. She won like two matches and they gave her the title shot. But it's always like, here's a gauntlet. Here's a four-way. Here's a five-way. Here's a ladder match. To the point, Jeremy, that on NXT this week, you had a very unique situation. Kyle O'Reilly won that match, and he should have, and he was going to win that match. And I think most people thought he was going to win that match, if you watched anything. But by the end of that night, you had Timothy Thatcher. He's won one of his last five matches. Kushida, he's won one of his last five matches. Cameron Grimes has won one of his last five matches. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Bronson Reed has won one of his last four matches. Those were the people contending for the top title because WWE and even NXT now do these weird things where it's like everybody's got to be protected, but nobody's protected. You know how you protect people? They win them, they lose them in the ring. You've just establish. you've got to establish a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not difficult. Like, you, you've just got to establish a hierarchy. People got to lose, Okay. People got to lose some matches so other people can win some matches and get over. And if you need to heat a guy up, then he can win matches. Like, you book this stuff. This is, you know, it, it's not, uh, it, it's scripted. It's not UFC where you can, you just luck into a star because he happens to win a match or something. Like, you can book who wins and loses, but yeah. you've got to have an actual hierarchy of this is our top guys, these are our guys beneath that. These are guys beneath that. Instead, it's like, here's our one top guy. Everyone else is on the same level, but no one else is on any level. Yeah. It's dumb. It's, it's, it's really bad. And I understand you don't want to beat everybody and whatnot, but like you've got to just beat people. Yeah. Sometimes you just got... Sometimes you just want to watch two winners face off. Two winners face off. And that's what that's one of the things I feel like AEW is doing a lot better than WWE. I see winners face each other. And here's the thing. Jeremy, did, did Cody like look bad and getting absolutely crushed by Brody Lee? I was more interested in the story after that than if they would have had a competitive match and Brody Lee would have beaten him. No, he didn't look bad because they told a story. First off, Cody had won like eight straight matches. Yeah. He had lost since the MJF match or something. Yeah. So way more than eight straight matches. And if he lost quickly, fine. But the story was that this guy was wrestling every single week and his body just broke down and Brody Lee was the man to capitalize on. And look at him now. He's a vampire. (laughs) That's super interesting. He had to dye his hair to take away from his neck tattoo. That's what happened there. I I guess Uh, Brody Lee turned major baby face by crapping on that tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, 
putting over Sue. Come on. Yes. I mean, anytime you put over Sue, that's a babyface turn. So this match, this Alexa Lacey match was, again, pretty good. I ended up knocking a bunch off my match ratings because of the stupid finish. The Fiend music keeps popping up. And at one point, Bliss snaps and destroys Lacey Evans, and the match gets thrown out. Ah, uh, boy. The Sister Abigail outside the ring. Alexa's got a great Sister Abigail on her. Yeah, still good. The Fiend stuff, so the laugh happens, and then that, like, kind of transforms her, but not totally. But the red lights is when she gets, like, totally snapped. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, the layers of what makes Alexa transform yeah. and how far she transforms into it. See what I'm saying? Because when they mentioned the fiend last week, she just kind of got icy starey. So from what I'm gathering here, a mention of the fiend will get her to just kind of go blank. All right. Yeah. The fiend's laugh will get her to kind of space off for a little bit, but still be the same. The red lights gets her to go fully snapping. All right. So now that we've established this, we can move forward on how they proceed with Alexa and whatever they do with her. So if you just mention it, just a cold stare. Of the laugh, stare, but back to normal, red lights, full fiend snapping. We gotta see what else they do. What an appearance by the fiend. But now every this is your guide, everyone. Now everyone knows what the fiend does to Alexa. Well that happens. <laughs> that happens. Uh, she stares at the camera, and then the fiend appears on the screen. Then Roman Reigns' music hits as he came out, and she stared at him. Layers. I like it. I did like that. That was very interesting. Uh, the Dallas fan, nineteen eighty-two, says Alexa Bliss was the star of the show. She's amazing and a perfect fit for this. And does the sister Abigail better than Prey? Uh, I, I, I think it works great for her. I would say that Jey Uso and Roman Reigns were the star yes. of the show. Like, it's... Yeah. That was just... That was A-plus to me. They're they're taking a the guy who has been the guy for six years and putting him up against a really great 50-50 tag guy, and they've made an amazing story out of it where I know who's going to win, I know the result of the match, and I'm still interested in the story. I, I still think it's Reigns and Uso. Yeah, it's it's Reigns and Uso over Alexa, but Alexa was probably the third best thing on this show, yeah. I guess. Aaron Entertainment says, Freaking Alexa Bliss. I must have missed that one. Evan Wright says, Gotta admire Matt Riddle. <laughs> eh, debatable. Yes, can be. <laughs> Bacon Rasher says, SRS marks out for AEW like Mr. Davis. Conspiracy! Have you seen those absolute bleeps that are like, Wow! You you compliment AEW and you crap on WWE. You're supposed to be objective. One show is better than the other. Yeah. What, what do you want me to do about it? It's subjective entertainment that I cover objectively, but I don't got to even it out. I don't got to, like, give you one compliment for every one compliment. If WWE Raw sucks and AEW is awesome, I'm going to tell you that AEW is awesome. I didn't think AEW was awesome this week. I didn't think AEW was awesome for much of October, November, December, quite frankly. Uh, the beginning of January, even. I think that AEW heated up this year, and I like the show better. Like, what? Sue me. Did I enjoy this show better? Huh. It happens. 
Anakin JMT says, do you see Alexa using Sister Abigail as a finisher over Twisted Bliss going forward? I do. What about you, Jeremy? Yeah, probably. Um, we'll have to see how she transforms because the, the Bray thing is he turns people into they, who they were in the past. So does she, is she turning like heel like she was, like bully heel in the past, or is she turning into like Sparkle Bliss? Uh, we'll see. Throwback27 says, wow, boy, is awesome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Fightful. Yeah, check out Throwback's show. I'm going to be on there next week. Throwback's been on there. I think Queen Hannah's going to be on there. We've got lots of people popping up on Throwback's show in the near future. So uh, go support him. We often share them in our community tab. Tim Traver says, go Braves! My Braves in the playoffs. Uh, your Braves can go eat a reef. I don't care about them. Go Reds. Aaron Entertainment said, Harley Quinn said that, so change the name to Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay, I get it. I get the the freaking Alexa Bliss thing. I get it. Shauna Walensky says, I'd like to wish my sister Nikki a happy early birthday. It's tomorrow and she's watching you guys. Keep it up and enjoy you both. Well, I want to thank Nikki and Shauna both, but uh, happy early birthday, Nikki. I hope you have a great one this weekend. Uh, I appreciate you guys watching us. I appreciate the super chat as well. Jeremy, send some birthday wishes. Happy birthday, Nikki. I hope you have a great weekend as well. Don't watch this WWE pay-per-view. That'll ruin your birthday. I think the pay-per-view will be good. I think it'll be good. Okay. Well, there. No one can accuse you of being against WWE for thinking this pay-per-view is going to be good. Their pay-per-views usually end up being good to me. I actually end up enjoying it. Also, especially since they moved them back an hour. Look, if it ends at 9.30, I'll call this a great pay-per-view. I don't care how bad it is, but if it's over by 9.30, it'll be a great pay-per-view. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard for me to dislike a show like that. And Bacon Rasher says, wow, talk about getting a bite. I caught a shark. Calm down. Don't want to get angry. FTF forever. No, I wasn't referring to you. I was just referring to people that act on Twitter like I have to give AEW and WWE like an equal amount of compliments or something. I'm not gonna. It's not my job. Not my job. Bacon Rasher also says, Hi, lads. Just wanted to get in once more for you, SRS. Close to 4 a.m. now. I need to be up early, so cheers. But remember, you can never beat a nugget. Well, I guess we'll see. I I don't think I'll be asked back on Quizzlemania anytime soon. Mr. (laughs) Davis is trying to hold down the FTF movement, so please uh, tweet at WrestleTalk and Ole Davis. Just a hashtag FTF. Let him know. Oh boy, this main event segment and this video package that preceded it. We got Rikishi, uh, I think it was Afa and Jimmy Uso in a video package about Reigns and Jay. This ruled, man. This was good, Jeremy. The video pack. I like how we're just both like staring to see if that was a home run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly yes, what happened. We were. There. <laughs> we'll break the fourth wall on that one. <laughs> Who was that, Castellanos? Yeah, uh, awesome. yes, this video package was very good. I'm glad they got uh, Rikishi and these guys in there. It, it really added a lot to it. Yeah, it was WB, great. When they want to do these video packages, man, they're they're tremendous, just like the one last week as well. I, I want like a WWE production on the build-up to this match, like how it came together, yeah. the execution, the behind-the-scenes, because Jey Uso's never been in this spot before, and you get the feeling that Roman Reigns is all too happy to do this. Because this is the most creatively satisfying storyline for Roman Reigns in a very long time. And that says something. Um, Uso is pounding on Roman Reigns. 
floor backstage. Uh, and he comes out and brings up how Roman Reigns looked at him last week. I love this. He's not a dummy. He yes. watches the product. That's exactly what I had in my notes as well of like, good. Like he should wonder why we saw for weeks, months, Bailey and Sasha do all these looks and stuff. And like, they just never acknowledged it on television. It's like, it never happened. Hey, why'd you hold my title like that? Why'd you give me this look? Yes. Just didn't happen. Uso saw this look and was like, I saw that dude. Like I watch what's going on here. And he wanted answers. And I appreciated that. Heyman says that it'll happen when Reigns wants him to happen or when it wants it to happen and they come out later on. Uso follows him and just the dueling promos were so good. It just, it made sense. It built the match. It was a good hook. Roman Reigns said the family is so proud of Jey Uso for what he's done and so is he, but they depend on Roman Reigns and it will always be him. God, that's such a good hook. And Jey Uso says, well, why not me? I can provide. I can do this too. And Roman Reigns Superman punches him. And it, like you, you can buy into either that Roman Reigns really believes that he needs that responsibility or that he's such an egomaniac that he's just using that as a crutch, that he's using that as an excuse. And I don't know which it is from a character standpoint, and I like it, Jeremy. I like the layers. You can also buy that he he could be he could be wrong. Like Jay Uso could be right. Yes. And that's why he felt the need to do this Superman punch because he doesn't feel like, you know what, maybe I am going to lose this match. And so I need to soften him up. There you go, soften him up a little bit be, before this match actually happens. So much going on here, and some of it's subtle, some of it's not. Regardless, they're at least telling a story with all of this. I did not want them to like really tell. Like when Uso was walking up the ramp, the camera kind of gave away that he was going to get hit, and I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about that at first. But when Roman cuts the promo of like, I'm doing this, like. I'm the head of the table. I do this for my kids, your kids, this entire family and everything. I was like, all right, the Superman punch didn't know how to feel about it at first. Roman just completely knocked it out of the park with the little stand over him, do a promo type bit. And Uso, by the way, going from, you know, what if you're wrong and very just like low key, very uh, um, just really getting his, his words across there. Uh, and then, you know, raising his voice and everything, saying like, you know, it's my time. Like, you know what people say when they say me, they say this. They're This is what they're going to say after I beat you. J Jay Uso, I thought, killed this promo. Oh, God, and I think Jay so Uso good. is a good promo, but people, you know, he gets lumped in with his brother. He crushed this promo. I think there's, there's so much more meat on the bone even than what they did. Like, Jay could be like, you're not the only ones provided for this family. Like, your dad used to provide for this family. My dad provided for this family for 20 years. Yokozuna did. And he could even mention, you know, Roman Reigns' brother and Umaga. Like, they did it for a while. I mean, you've got so, so much history here. They've got people in this family that have main-evented WrestleManias that... I mean, you had an Armageddon Hell in a Cell match that was like Undertaker, Austin, Angle, Triple H, and then it's like Rikishi. Like that's how that's that's the level that they thought of this guy and this family. I wonder personally, we've seen The Rock talk an awful lot about 
doing a WrestleMania match lately against Roman Reigns. I hope it leads right into that. And I hope it leads into some some more of the same. Because even though they're not blood-related, they are all widely considered family. And I hope that Roman Reigns brings that up. Like, you're not really a member of our family. We don't need you anymore. Like, implying that the family used him. Oh, God, there's so much good stuff that could possibly happen with you're, that. You're a fantasy booking all the way out until wrestling. Oh, I'm ready for it. There's so much good stuff, man. With this Roman Reigns that isn't goody two-shoes? Oh, it's amazing. Throwback27 says, Loving this Roman Uso story. Also waiting for Steve Harvey to pop up and say, It's time to play Family Feud. Survey says Roman wins. <laughs> That's going to turn around and be like 100. <laughs> Roman Reigns yeah. wins. All survey participants say Roman Reigns wins. Nah, somebody's going to be like, oh, I think Uso's got it. Yeah. There'll be a couple. There'll be a couple there. August 3 says, Watching how successful Roman's been since making his return makes me fear the draft and Reigns bringing him to Raw to save that burning ship. I think SmackDown's more important to them right now. It's the higher rated yeah. show. They're getting paid the same amount for an hour less content. Gorilla Press said, killer promo from Jey Uso. SmackDown has been the flagship show, but it's apparent by far this episode stands out. The matches were great. Each told a story. Superb go-home show, 9 out of 10. I wouldn't go that far, but I liked the last 10 minutes of this, and I liked the wrestling on the show. Uh, Outside of the Reigns-Uso thing, what stood out to you the most, Jeremy? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I I... I mean, the wrestling was good, but I just couldn't get into matches that I've seen a bunch of times. And then the Alexa match, I couldn't get into it because they were trying to do the Fiend stuff. And that ended in a DQ anyway, so I'm glad I didn't invest my time. But it was... These go-home shows kind of just always feel the same. We were talking about it in the chat of, like, we don't do any articles on these go-home shows because they've got all the matches set up and nothing really happens on these shows they're they're just shows that they're doing but the the uso and and, uh roman stuff was tremendous by the way guys get in your super chats as we wrap up this show eloquent says i like the support the family angle to reigns uso kind of reminds me of nxt's ko run where he does it all for his family yeah it's it's a lot like that but it's with a twist because they're like no i can do it no i can do it and roman reigns there's that element of where he doesn't trust anybody else to do it. It's it's one of those things like when Triple H won the, the Royal Rumble in 2016. Abysmal era. Abysmal all around. The match sucked. But we were in a situation where, Rome, where Triple H did not trust anybody else to beat Roman Reigns for that title but himself. He was like, I gotta do this because I don't think that anybody else can get it done. Um... Apparently, Lucas Sims could get it done, though, by the looks of it. <laughs> Jesus, man. Control the... Yeah, I don't think you meant to go that high. <laughs> Jeez. Evan Wright says, Big fan of Rock doing that video for Shamrock. That is... That's The Rock. That's everything I've ever heard about The Rock is... He'll help out people like that. And quick plug for Throwback's channel. We reviewed WrestleMania... Or actually, I think that was for Fightful Select. We reviewed uh, WrestleMania 14 in a retro review. They cracked each other with chairs so hard during that feud. Man. Man. 
tell Ron says do a stream when the Reds make the playoffs. I probably will be uh, on a stream of some sort when they do. Daniel Berlin says it's amazing how much star power Reigns brings. It it does feel more important with him, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. The show and it helps that he's there and he's not just doing like dog food bits yeah. and things like like he's actually in a, a story that you want to get invested into so yeah he makes it feel bigger the story also makes it feel bigger marcus ryan says let's hope wwe will not book the universal title match ending with the finger poke of doom type finish and ray joining roman no. if they no they, they just had him punch jay uso yeah. i i I halfway think that that was because, I don't want to say because, but I've gotten so many people that say that. They have crapped on the finger poke of doom so much. They, they You cannot run back stories like that as like, a, oh, I remember when. That was one of the worst moments in WCW history. No, they're, they're not doing the finger poke of doom for, for this match. I think they have a good eight-minute kind of competitive match, and then Roman wins. I don't think you're ever going to see a finger poke of doom unless it's like for the 24 seven title or something as yeah. just like a comedy spot. JJ Lee says this Roman angle feels very mafia boss influenced. Yeah. Yeah, it is. He's the head of the table. He's, he's hired uh, Paul Heyman as kind of his right hand man. The guy who delivers the news, the guy who kind of cleans up stuff. Uh, yeah. It's 100% mafia stuff. I see a lot of people saying, oh, well, they should go to a Jimmy feud after this. Jimmy's Jimmy's out for a while. Jimmy's yeah. hurt. Uh, check out our injury reports. I'll use that as a plug. We have a great resources section over at uh, Fightful.com. It's absolutely free. Go over to Fightful.com or FightfulWrestling.com. We have a tab, and it says resources. So underneath that, you'll see like lists of Royal Rumble winners, Money in the Bank winners, King of the Ring winners, all the WrestleMania results ever. But then there's stuff we update every single day. We got rosters for WWE, uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor. We've got any updates on contract expirations, they go over there. Any updates on injuries or inactives, they go over there. Jeremy keeps up one about wrestlers that are on Twitch. We do one on the Brand to Brand Invitation Tracker. We've got uh, one for that just tracks transactions, free agents, trades, releases uh we keep you up to date on the the roster for the virtual basement wrestling code video game the 24 7 championship title changes all that we did a a wrap-up on all the youtube numbers for last year there are some incredible resources over there Uh, legitimately pretty soon i'm going to do one that just has jeremy and joe's wrestling movie reviews because we've done so many there's so many I, get, I will send you uh, our ratings for all of them as well because I do keep track of what what we give them, uh, I started, whether it's stars or numbers. I started to do that with my 10 out of 10 matches. People, Somebody was like, oh, what matches have you given 10 out of 10 to? I was like, gosh, I don't know. I don't, I don't save them. They're just on the site. So I had to track them down, uh, and I, I keep them for safekeeping somewhere. <laughs> that way I can refer to them. But, yeah, check out that resources section, guys. At TV viewership numbers, Carlos Toro rocks that. He did a ton of great work on that. So make sure you all check that out. Uh, We do have some more Super Chats. Chris Ibanez says, Greetings from my wife's family cottage on the shore of Lake Huron. I'm all in on the Alexa. There is no Dana, only Zulu bliss. (laughs) J versus Roman rules. 
I'm jealous of you being in a cottage right now. Uh, this lockdown has me oddly longing for shore and water and stuff like that. And I didn't do that before. Carlos Easy says, Roman is incredible and maybe doing the best work of his career, but Bailey has been carrying the product for six months now, so she deserves as much love. She does. Uh, Bailey's been carrying it for like a year since the heel turn. She's been doing some great work. Uh, it's hard to weigh it because Roman's more important now, but Bailey's been more important long term. But who's who's been the MVP this year? I mean, you can't go Roman Reigns MVP this year. He's only been around three weeks. Yeah, I think Bailey. I mean, Bailey and Sasha really carried things really throughout the entire empty arena stuff until Roman returned um, at SummerSlam. So yeah, we've we've played, praised Bailey and Sasha plenty of times. Drew's been good. This recent stuff is not, but he overall he's been good. Throwback twenty seven says pulling for the Reds because the Bo Sox are out. Hey, there we go. And Anakin JMT says objective being a, of a person or their judgment not influenced by personal feelings or opinions and considering and representing facts, a.k.a. what you do. Well, I mean, I try. I try. Leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. Again, we've got a ton of interviews out this week. To Neil Dashwood, Aiden English, Michael Thompson. Go check those out. Uh, the more you guys visit those, the more these people will want to do interviews with us. So that stuff helps out a lot. Jeremy, tell them where they can find you, what you're doing. God, um, check out the distraction 7 p.m. every Thursday. Yes, we interviewed NBA champion between myself, Joseph Holbert, and Michael Thompson. We have more NBA rings than Allen Iverson, Patrick Ewing, Carl Malone, John Stockton, That's Charles true. Barkley combined. So, I mean, pretty big show there. We interviewed Michael Thompson. He was spitting some hot takes, Sean. Not a fan of the John Moxley. Once the women's title on Peyton Royce. Uh, Michael Thompson had some takes. Tuesday, we reviewed uh, My Dad is a Heel Wrestler with Hiroshi Tanahashi. Great film there. Uh, this upcoming Tuesday, we have Andrew Thompson on the show to review yes. Ready to Rumble. You can go to my Twitter. I sing the Jimmy King song. Oh. I'm tremendous. I'm tremendous. No. Tell me I'm tremendous. You're not. I will, look, you see this tie? See this tie? You'll end up like the rest of them, Sean. I'm tremendous. Oh. <laughs> uh so that's on Tuesday. I'm going to stream Battlegrounds right now in like five right minutes. Now. Okay. Yeah, right after this show ends, I'm going to set it up. So if you're in the chat right now, come over, stick on the stick on the site, join me. I'm going to be streaming some Battlegrounds, talking some Reds baseball, talking some whatever yeah. else you want to play or talk about. So I'm going to do that. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jeremy Lambert 88. That's that's about it. Getting shots up every day. Sometimes you miss. Sometimes they go in, but I'm getting them up every day. Yeah, guys, we don't necessarily have a set schedule for these streams because, quite frankly, the nature of our job is kind of unpredictable as is. But if you like those streams, if you like those game streams, go over there, drop a super chat. That stuff really helps. We ain't starting a Twitch anytime soon. We'll get kicked off of there in like a week. Uh, but, yeah, guys, the numbers have been very good for our, our video game stream. So keep supporting them, guys. Thank you shout all. Out to, shout out to uh, Joel Pearl who helped me big time today yes. with – Parsec. So now we can hopefully in the coming weeks and stuff start streaming. We were playing uh, No Mercy before the SmackDown show started nice. tonight. We were, we were playing online No Mercy. We were both very bad at it. We're it's using a, Mame. Um, uh, Joel was using some type of N64 emulator, and then we used oh, Parsec okay. to hook up to that. Okay. Literally, we spent like an hour and a half 
troubleshooting yeah. this whole thing and bless him for uh he was doing most Great of the work dude. So, so bless him and we will uh start doing some more stuff on parsec and start playing some more old school games online yeah there's gonna be plenty of like retro gaming and stuff and then as we get the ability to play some like ps2 ps3 era stuff we'll do that too uh slowly but surely but check out fightfulgaming.com guys it's starting out basically as boxing pro wrestling mma content or if you have wrestlers like rj city playing games like WrestleFest, we'll be posting that as well. Uh, but it's going to focus mainly on wrestling and MMA content. Check it out, guys. Again, UFC pay-per-view this weekend. A big one. Two title fights. Uh, support Shaquille Missouri and David Tease and what they're doing. And check us out after Clash of Champions. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.